first of all, you know, Kanye is an artist, man. And, and he's a genius. You know, I, whatever he's saying right now, I think that the angle he's seeing things from is about the division that he sees. The thing that's scary about this presidency is after it. I don't know if you've been married before or had a girlfriend and, and said something in a fight that was so wrong. And then after that, mm. we, we still family, we still around each other. But man, I sure did say all that. And uh, I'm not mad at Kanye. That's my brother. I love him. I support him. But, you know, I don't have to agree with everything that he says. I, I just I just trust him as a person of intent. But, uh, yeah, he shouldn't say all that. But. <laughs> Who was that non-angry lunatic? That was comedian Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he shouldn't say all that. Ass. <laughs> uh, so we've been playing oh, clips of Kanye throughout the morning, and we've got more to come. And some of the commentary on the cable news channels throughout the day yesterday. It was it was it was a hell of a spectacle. I don't think ultimately it's important, really, in any way. It was just it was a hell of a spectacle because it happened in the Oval Office. Even if it had happened, because I was picturing when Michael texted that Kanye went on a fourteen minute rant mm-hmm. in front of the president. I was picturing over on those chairs by the fireplace, right? Which is still sure. in the Oval Office, but that's different than with the president at the desk where he announces we've gone to war with China. I mean that desk. The Resolute Desk, as the <laughs> news anchorettes of America have that's reminded where, us many times today. That's where the president is sitting while right. Kanye goes on this rant. Yeah, in front of all the media and everything, and Jared standing there smiling as if this is going quite swimmingly. <laughs> and Ivanka with the look on her face like, holy crap. Yeah, ultimately, I don't think any any harm was done or anything oh, like that. But no. you had, I would have been sweating bullets at the time, wondering, where does he take this? Because he could have said or done anything. Mm-hmm. The way he was acting. Right. Right. If he got up on the president, because he got up on a, a table at an Apple store last night and gave more of a speech. Kanye did? Yeah. Um, but so <laughs> had if, a big day. If the president had climbed, uh, not the president, if Kanye had climbed up on the president's desk. Right. Then do you shut it down? Dropped his pants. Just for instance. He could do that. Yeah. You want me to? You want to see my ass? You think I'm showing my ass? This is me showing. I mean, if he had, if he had done that, just pulls a single terry. <laughs> yeah, this is about that, love. That, it's all about love. At, at that point, do you shut it down and say this is not what we I'm want? Thinking maybe then Jared Get the steps hell in. Out of here! <laughs> you guys are putting a lot of pressure on Jared in this scenario. <laughs> Poor Jared takes off his blue blazer and covers Kanye's hiney with it. I, I think we've had enough, Kanye. Thank you. <laughs> So I don't even remember what direction we were going. We've got some more. We're going to spin the wheel of uh, Kanye because you can land anywhere during the rant. And it's all just fine. Here we go. And what we want to start with is uh, I brought a a gift with me right here. Um, This right here is the iPlane 1. It's a hydrogen-powered airplane. And this is what our president should be flying in. Look at this shirt. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get rid of Air Force One. Can we get rid of Air Force One? No, you don't like that. Well, well we're going to have Apple, the American company, work on this plane with. Well, did, did Boeing builds the current one, so <laughs> and that's the that's the part where he gave out the passcode for his phone because yes. somebody said your phone's locked, and he said it's zero 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 zero. Oh, okay. Well, it was just a camera over the shoulder. <laughs> Saw him thumb out. He just quickly tapped that's zero fantastic. until it unlocked. Um. Anyway, the iPlane. I brought this with me, uh, Mr. President. Okay, so he covered a bunch of issues, which we'll get into, which we can we can talk about that some too. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, can you play the opening clip again that we oh. opened the show with? 
once Sean explained it to me, it made perfectly good sense. Um, I, I Would you build a trap door that if you mess up and you accidentally something happens, you fall and you end up next to the Unabomber? So that the idea of that is if you if you somehow, you know, you end up you get caught with some weed and you get thrown in prison, you're mm-hmm. next to some really bad person. Would you right. design a system like that? Perfectly good conversation. There's um, there's a fairly powerful argument that uh, that prison is a crime university. Sure. It's a bad guy university. And you get people who are not really bad people in there and they learn to be bad. You ever had your uh, kid hang around the bad kids at school and noticed how their behavior goes? Yes. Versus hang around the good kids at school? Yes. Um, Perhaps yeah. some parents thought one of us or more was the bad kid. I don't know. <laughs> so Kanye was talking Actually, about Actually, it's funny. This There's this one buddy of mine in college who was wild. Wild. Never met a drug he didn't like and dealt drugs. And his parents thought I was the bad influence, which was hilarious, if you knew me. <laughs> God. So one time... He was, he was a good spinmeister. Ended up an attorney. There's a shock. There was this kid in school when I... I don't know, I was pretty, I was pretty, pretty little. I was probably like Sam's age, seven or eight years old. There was this kid in school, and, and, and I mentioned that he really, the kid really wanted me to come over to his house to play, and that I didn't want to go over there. And my parents, for whatever reason, I don't remember the whole circumstance, but really thought I should. They felt bad for this kid that he yeah. didn't have friends, and that I should go play with him. And, and then the only other thing that I remember, because this is so far back, is him throwing rocks at cars and the police coming. Oh, boy. And was hiding in bushes. Oh, boy. And then I explained that. I told my parents about how that's how we spent our afternoon, and they said, well, you're never going over to that kid's house again. But that was the reason I didn't want to go over to his house in the first place. Is I, right. I knew he was a bad kid, but right. so you end up in bad situations hanging around with bad kids. Indeed. <laughs> throwing Which rocks us at cars. <laughs> back to prison and Kanye West. Is anybody tracking with him on his 13th Amendment thing? Which uh, abolished slavery, by the uh, way. It, it has to involuntary servitude. So there is a there is a thought that the it, it comes down to prison labor, right? Is prison labor really just kind of a modernized form of making people work for below what their their rate is yeah, on, in okay. the market? Do we have any of that? Uh, it's uh, I, you know we can get to it eventually. It's. It's not that big a deal because there's quite a long list. Pick a random Kanye clip to play, and then we'll get into some of the cable news coverage of it because it's uh, it's 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 really something. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel and pick something you like, and then we'll uh, we'll hear what how cable news perceived this. The Trump hating media. And what we need is we can empower the pharmaceuticals and and make more money. That's one thing I've never stepped into a situation where I didn't make people more money so we can empower pharmaceuticals we can empower our industries we can empower our factories we can bring not only adidas on shore we could bring foxconn to set up a factory in i think minnesota 53 wisconsin yeah wisconsin wisconsin. they have four thousand jobs people making fifty three thousand dollars a year that was quite something yeah man wow he really was all over the place wouldn't it be awesome if they could hook his head up to electrodes or something and you could see how that works? Yeah. Yeah. I've known people like him. Oh, my son's like him. My mm. son's exactly like him. Mm. That is the way he speaks all day long, often all night long. Wow. Just his subject matter instead of trade with Asia is Legos to school to bikes to how about if I had a plane with this or did you know a cheetah can do that? Yeah. He does that at that speed all night long. Wow. Wow. All day long. Wow. He might. He's done that. 18 hours straight. Yikes. It's something to see and to be around and to manage. Um, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. So it, it happens with people's brains. Be, and it's got to be interesting the way I, I wonder what connects what thoughts, you know, how that works. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. I w- yeah, I'd love to see those brain scans. I'm not sure if anybody could figure out what I, they I'm meant. I'm not sure but, either, but... Uh, well, it might be interesting to see where the pivot points are. How does that thought lead to that thought? I don't know. I know how it works in my crazy head, but... I don't know. And when you're around somebody like that, you just go with it. Oh, yeah. we're on to cheetahs now. Yeah, they are amazingly fast. <laughs> That's the same way the president handled Kanye. You just you just go with it. Yeah. This is what we're talking about now. Okay. Hmm. Let's go with this until it stops. Interesting point. Now, now on to the next one. Right. Hey, can, oh, do, do we want to go to the cable news reaction at this point? Or? How about when we come back, let's hear the way the cable news handled this. Uh, Don Lemon, you probably have heard, uh, called it a minstrel show. Um, What's the matter with everybody? I don't know. They're loco. Uh, the entertainment of division and conflict is like the media feature of the 21st century. That is the development. That and Netflix. This is crazy entertaining. I don't think there, there's Kanye hugging the president at the end. It's, it's very entertaining, but ultimately I don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, I don't think a hell of a lot of harm was done by anybody oh, on any no. side. But you gotta act all angry about right, it. Right, right. Like butt hurt and that it's a sign of something. Sure. No, it's not. Yeah, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, I'm doing this for everybody who's watching us who turned their volume down. You can put it back up again. That but was if you think you're bonkers. going to get uh, uh, a thoughtful play-by-play and political analysis, you're not. Because that was an assault on our White House. It was a combination of stream of consciousness. I felt like I was sitting in on a psychiatric visit and a commercial for Donald Trump. What I saw was a minstrel show today. Him in front of all of these white people, mostly white people, embarrassing himself. And embarrassing Americans, but mostly African Americans. Wow. That's from CNN yesterday on their panel. One of them went on to say, Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Wow. Just a heck of a thing to say. Black guy said that, but of course wow. a black guy said that. If a white guy said that, you'd be all, you'd, your career would be over. But um, I'm not even sure you should quote him. Yeah, it was funny. So uh, Tucker Carlson was talking about that last night. With a guest, he got a guest on who obviously like is 180 degrees from him, and they from him, and they yelled at each other because that's, that's fabulous. What he does, I don't know. I don't know who finds that entertaining, but um, he kept saying, and so you have somebody calling Kanye the N word, and the guests have to keep keep saying Negro is not the N word. <laughs> <laughs> is this the level of our nation's discourse at this point? But that is a heck of a thing to say. This is what happens when Negroes don't read. Well, and Don Lemon, look at him in front of all those white people. Well, mostly white people. Well, there are some white people. Well, it looked a lot like America. There are all sorts of people there. And it's a minstrel show. The whole race-baiting thing. I got a friend who was a cop told me a story yesterday about somebody throwing the race card at him, and it was just an eye-rolling Head shaking, are you kidding me? And God, the if well, Don Lemon is as cynical as they come. He, he understands his audience what they and what they want. But if, if anybody actually thinks that sort of thing is advancing, I don't know, understanding or, or empowerment or anything, they're wrong. Well, is it simple as what the right is saying about that comment that it's uh. 
the black community or black media at least really unhappy anytime somebody black steps out of line. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's you can an only enormous believe, price you, to be paid. You can only believe this way if you believe the other way. No, that's some sort of minstrel act, Uncle Tom thing. You can't actually you couldn't actually come to the come on your own to conclusions that you agree with this side. Right. It's not even taken on as uh like uh, a mistaken conclusion. It's taken on as a being an Uncle Tom. I'm sure or, glad it's not that way for white people that if you choose one side or the other, it's because <laughs> there's something, you know, something has to do with your race and ignorance or whatever. Sure. Yeah, and I've been saying that for many years. Hey, Hispanic people, you all have to vote like this. We're going to put you in pens like animals, and we're going to tell you how you have to vote, because certainly you're not individual human beings with a conscience and and an intellect and needs, desires, and philosophies. No, you're a common beast. Get in this pen. And that's the way minorities are treated politically in America, and I find it degrading as hell. But it, it it wins elections for the Democrats. It, what what was the figure I? Somebody said this the other day, and I didn't you know do the math to verify it. But if the Republicans could peel off fifteen percent of the black vote, no Democrat would win elected office ever again. You know I don't know that that's true, but it, it it's close enough to being true to make the point. We're sending Kanye West to the White House to talk about these issues because he can't. He doesn't have any depth. It's anti-intellectualism. It simply isn't cool. Uh, Kanyeist is what happens when Negroes don't read. So how about the other side of the argument? Or maybe it's the same side. Is that the other side or the same side? How about the argument that um, that uh, Donald Trump knows Kanye West is mentally ill, but he's a black guy who supports him, so give him a platform to uh, go on a crazy rant. Well, there's probably a little truth to that. I, you know, Kanye, I think, is quote-unquote mentally ill, but... He's not like psychotic or paranoid or anything like that. I think he's bipolar. And when he gets going, he says some stuff that's pretty out there and a little tough to follow. Can't organize his thoughts. Doesn't right. mean the original thoughts are crazy. The right. idea of the him having the idea that there, the, there are too many black people in prison or... You know, not having fathers around is a bad thing. Those ideas aren't crazy. Mm-hmm. Or His... having Apple make an airplane. <laughs> that idea is kind of crazy. Oh, well, it oh. would be very sleek, but you'd have to buy a plastic guard to put around the airplane because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it would break every time it lands. It would look really cool, but if you use it the way it was built, it would get scratched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I? Nobody uh, wants a scratched plane. Can I hear a uh, clip number? Well, that I guess we're spinning the wheel of Kanye. I can pretend that, uh, or we could just listen to clip number 12. One of the moves that I love that liberals tried to do, the liberal would try to control a black person through the concept of racism because they know that we are very proud, emotional people. So when I said I like Trump to like someone that's liberal, they'll say, oh, but he's racist. You think racism can control me? Oh, that don't stop me. That's an invisible wall. Mr. West, what would you like? Uh, I think I know what he's driving at. I, I think if I'm sitting there and and his answer to, I've heard Joe Getty's racist. Racism won't stop me. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, hey, dude, how about throw a little Joe is not racist in with your rant? But he didn't quite get there. Have we heard 15? Have we played that? I can't tell because, you know, it's hard to title these because they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I think it'd be cool to have Yeezy Ideation Centers, which would be a mix of education that 
empowers people and gives them modern information. Like sometimes people say, this kid has ADD, this kid has ADD. He don't have ADD, school is boring. It was boring, it's not as exciting as this. We have to make it more exciting, we have to mix curriculums. You play basketball while you're doing math. You, you, you learn about music while you meditate in the morning. We have to instate mental health and art programs uh, back into the, uh, back to the cities. I'm not sure about the whole basketball math thing, but <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with him. I know exactly what he's saying. You're teaching math of me, basketball in grade school, and zero. We're still at zero. Zero plus zero is zero. <laughs> Perhaps we'll just focus on the concept of zero in Western mathematics today. What's 45 <laughs> shots minus zero baskets made? If each shot is worth two points and Jack misses every shot he takes, <laughs> right. how many points does Jack have? Joe is one for 31. What percentage of shots has he made? I really like the Brian Williams angle on MSNBC. So while people are dying on the East Coast due to a hurricane and the stock market is wiping out millions of Americans' 401k retirements, the president was doing this. He yep. said in his sad, horrified voice, I tell like you this what. 14 minutes out of his day. Oh, he also threw in, and while a journalist may have been killed by the Saudis, the president turned his attention to this. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Is that it, was quite is... something. <laughs> I saw the headline in the Washington Post, Fox swooned over Kanye West at the White House. Here's how it covered rappers visiting Obama. And I thought, oh, okay, wow, mm-hmm. I'll bet, yeah, I'll bet, you know, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, like all cable news. But honestly, I've read this whole piece, and it's entirely about content. I like when, when Common was at the White House, and he did a rap, including, I got a black strap to make the cops run and burn a bush, as in George W. for peace, because he pushed no button. And, and, and Tucker Carlson was not happy with uh, cop killer rapping. But it wasn't the presence of a rapper No, but I, at do, all. I do remember commentators, and they might not have been Fox, but I remember anti-Obama commentators, you know, making the same sort of dumb argument of, and he's hanging out with celebrities when blank is happening. Sure. That, that, that whole thing is just stupid. Yeah. Uh, that each side does. Just like every time a president goes on vacation, the other side acts like it's the end of the world. Right. Playing yeah. golf or reading or sailboating or whatever they're doing. Just making my hiney tired. Yeah. I got a tired hiney. Maybe yeah. Kanye's got some sort of B twelve shot for me. I'm sure he got to that. What do you think? At some point. What do you think? What is what does Kim K do when Kanye's on one of those rants? Does Post she a half nude selfie? <laughs> and that's the staff pop culture aware joke of the day. Congratulations, positive Sean, our winner. <laughs> Because, you know, what does the whole household do when he goes on one of those rants? Probably the same thing our household does. You just listen politely and express your love. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, missing journalist mystery raising questions about Saudi investments in the Silicon Valley. Schwarzenegger confesses in another look. Yeah, have you heard Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Me too. And another look look at Kanye's Oval Office sit-down with the president. There Coming you go. Up. I may have groped a few, more than a few. <laughs> Stop it! Does he bring up the maid? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't remember the name of the guest. I had it in front of me who said Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Yeah. So I saw the clip several times yesterday. It was set on CNN, and Fox used it a couple of times. 
but I can't find the video of it anywhere. And I'm wondering, are people afraid to have that on their site because of what he said? I, I think that's entirely possible. Because it's yeah. that N-word. Right. God, this is an odd time. I can't decide if I'm completely exhausted by, you know, the present scene or or if it's just the most fascinating thing I've ever well it's both. One of the commentators in that yeah. same uh, in that same segment on CNN where they said Kanye is when Negroes don't read and Don Lemon said it's a minstrel show was uh, uh, that was former South Carolina state representative Bakari Sellers. Okay. Um one woman said, this is just a couple of media whores using each other to get on television. Trump and Kanye. Wow. Wow. I don't remember you saying that sort of thing when uh, Barack Obama had celebrities to the White House. I, uh, perhaps it's just my faulty memory. Mm-hmm. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Turkey's state-run news agency says a delegation from Saudi Arabia has arrived in Turkey as part of the investigation into the missing Saudi uh, writer, Jamal Khashoggi, who is thought to have been murdered by the Saudis at their consulate in Istanbul. Khashoggi, a prominent critic of the Saudi government, his disappearance producing all kinds of fallout now. Virgin uh, Virgin Atlantic chief Richard Branson suspending business talks over space and tourism projects with the kingdom. The CEO of Uber pulling out of a conference in Saudi Arabia after the uh, disappearance. The CEO says he's withdrawing from the conference because he's troubled by the reports about Khashoggi. Uh, Khashoggi. Uh, uh, Khashoggi. Khashoggi. Anyway, uh, the CEO is expressing concerns publicly about Saudi Arabia. This is particularly significant as the country's sovereign wealth fund, the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund, invested $3.5 billion in, in Uber in 2016. That's all interesting, these private businesses, but I keep going back and forth on this. Um, it's a gruesome crime and all that sort of stuff, and uncool. On the other hand, there 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 is the argument that there's a bunch of bad countries that do this all over the right. world all the time, and we either need them to help us with a certain situation or don't. And the Saudis are a great balance to Iran and are helping us battle terrorism in Yemen and all kinds of different things. Um, And uh, what are you going to do? One of the more interesting comments I heard about this uh, was that, well, uh, the president said, essentially, he's not a U.S. citizen. It didn't happen here. So it's really not our thing. Plus, we've got a giant arms deal cooking. Oh, do you have that tape? They're spending $110 billion purchasing military equipment and other things. Uh, If we don't sell it to them, they'll say, well, thank you very much. We'll buy it from Russia or thank you very much. We'll buy it from China. That doesn't help us, not when it comes to jobs and not when it comes to our companies losing out on that work. And, and you know, he pointed out the citizenship thing. And I heard one commentator say, the, uh, and this is the definition of a gaffe when a politician is accidentally caught telling the truth, that the inside conversation, Trump said outside. The calculation that, listen, this is pretty objectionable, but we have a big arms deal. They're a friend in a region. We can't squeeze them too hard over this dude, which is sickening on one level. On the other hand, it is clearly the way the world works. Yeah, I think he'd have been better off making a they're an ally in the war against bad people argument as opposed to just the we want to sell them the planes argument. Right, and and you can make a big show about pushing them not to do S like this anymore, which would probably be a good thing. Yeah, and you know how it works. You get you have a behind the scenes conversation where you say, "Look, 
I'm going to go big on this whole you're bad people and you've got to get your act together thing, uh, but we're still going to do business. We're still friends. Right. You say that behind right. the scenes and you come out in front of the cameras right. and you say, oh, we will not put up with this. I told him in no uncertain terms. Will we allow this to happen? You know, that sort of thing. At the risk of being Kanye-like and getting into the philosophical weeds, is this how, perhaps part of the reason Trump got elected? You remember that, you know, when the hashtag activism got so big and, and various, uh, you know, psychologists and commentators and smart people pointed right. out that, wait a minute, you like posting a hashtag makes you feel like you've done something. It's actually diminishing the amount of something that's actually done because people are pretending to be involved. And so there's less happening. Is it possible that the president, all presidents, saying, well, this will not continue, we are deeply offended, are, 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 are disappointed, we are going to exact pressure at every blah, 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 in front of us all, right. and behind the scenes they say, listen, you bastards, you got to cut it out, but all right, now, back to the arms deal. Is it better to have a president who just did that openly? And so we don't feel like something's been done when it hasn't. I don't know. Somebody texted, this is what happens when you let the Middle East watch The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, they all showed up and dismembered the guy and took him out uh, in bags yeah. like it's, you know, Christopher and Ralphie or something. Oh, my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying, quote, he stepped over the line several times with women. Yes. No way. Didn't inter- Seriously? Did an interview in Men's Health magazine. The uh, actor and former Republican governor of California says he was the first one, though, to say, I'm sorry. Spot the lie in here, though, in his statement. Go yeah. ahead. And he says he feels bad about it and once again apologized. Schwarzenegger says that calling political opponents girly men was short-sighted, even though he improvised it at the time. And he says he has not changed his views of masculinity. He says his mother was the woman he was originally most in love with. Okay, and I don't care about the whole girly yeah, man thing. Right. But the whole, uh, I treated women badly and those sorts of things yeah. at various points in my career, and I feel bad about that, and if I could go back in time and those sorts of things, I wouldn't do that. There's the lie. If you you don't feel bad about it, and you and if you could go back in time, you would do it exactly the same way. Because you're just that kind of guy. That's the kind of guy. Yes. What with the impregnating the maids and those sorts of things. The way she looks sexy and seductive, and then she seduces me into this, into her little thing. And she's ironing the clothes and whatnot. Yeah. Working the back, vacuum back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> How can you not think about it? <laughs> Stop it! Kanye West. Conway. A man has limits. <laughs> Kanye West had a visit with uh, President Trump at the White I'll House. Tell her yes. vacuum slowly. <laughs> now vacuum faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You idiot. Well, imagine that, though. Imagine if that story had broken during the hashtag MeToo. Boss made giant powerful man. She's a little woman, a Hispanic right. woman, oh, in his home. Even right. Yeah. Tom McClintock would be the governor of California. <laughs> there'd be all kinds. Yeah, there'd be all kinds of people arguing that that was a practically rape. She had no choice. You might even get her to come out and say she felt right. like she had no choice. Wow. Um, which actually might be true. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Rapper Kanye West defending his support for the president, saying he loves Trump. Before he had lunch with the uh, president of the White House yesterday, he gave the uh, he gave Trump a hug. West wearing a Make America Great Again hat in the Oval Office, saying the hat gives him power. Well, the- him saying I love this man and going around the, yeah. the desk and hugging Trump. Right. I mean, he didn't. He didn't. You know, he didn't temper it in any way. He doesn't no. temper anything. No. 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 He has no filter. 
Kanye saying the hat gives him power, the power to pull off big business deals. So I had the balls, because I had enough balls to put on this hat. I, I mean, this Adidas thing made me a billionaire, and I could have lost $200 million walking away from that deal. But even with that, I knew it was more important for me to take the chance of walking away from that deal than to have no fathers in Chicago with no homes. And when we do have prison reformation for no, because it's, uh, uh, it's habilitation, not rehabilitation, because we didn't have the abilities in the first place. We never had anyone that taught us. We didn't teach us. Exactly. We didn't have no one to taught us. Right. So. Um, uh, it's more important than any specific deal, any anything that we bring jobs into America. Okay, I get that. That you've was got quite to, something. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <Mr. President. laughs> he, uh, I, I get the idea that you got to have courage and shake things up. How did he get from walking away from the Adidas deal to fatherless boys in Chicago? Only in his mind does that. Because makes sense. in his mind, he is standing up for the people of Chicago by stating his political beliefs. So yes. it is more important for him to defend the people of his hometown than to appease uh, big companies that might not like him wearing masks. He's, okay, I get it. He skips yeah. over transition sentences. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. In the way of the manic. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. I'm starring and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. <laughs> There's some really good stuff in there. I, I wish he could calm down enough to, uh, you know, uh, have it make more sense so it's not just mockable. Right. The stuff about, yeah. you know, fatherless dads and, and, he, and, he, and he talks about how welfare is actually hurting black communities and right. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Those are damned interesting topics. You know what's crazy is I can picture Kanye and Trump doing something about the bloodshed in Chicago. Because the the politician, the current crop of them in the city and and certainly the Obama administration couldn't scratch it. Well, neither one of them care how it's received. Well, exactly, and they, they owe they no say or do a, something. And they owe no allegiance to any long hardened uh, ideological framework. Yeah. They'll just look at the problems and try to come up with solutions. And you know, whoever's offended, be damned. And I will tell you, having grown up in Chicago land, that city is so mobbed up. And I'm not talking about the mafia. I'm talking about the political uh, the mob, the, the machine. Who gets the money and why is just, it's utterly disgusting. Whoopi Goldberg wanted to have sex with Neil Patrick Harris when he was a child, apparently. Oh, okay. He talked about that on The View yesterday. How is un- that why he's... Uh... How uncomfortable. Yeah, that would have turned me gay. Oh, wow. I was going to leave it unsaid. I did leave it unsaid. <laughs> Uh, Stay tuned for that. I can't believe he brought that up in front of her on The View. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. A question all... The Armstrong and Getty Show. She told me. I was, what, 15, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. She told me on my last day of shooting that 10 years, in 10 years' time, she was going to have sex with me. (laughs) I might have. (laughs) Oh, it's hilarious. And that's what turned him gay. I'm not bothered by this, but it's hilarious when women do this. And if men do it, it's criminal. Because there's a double standard, which I'm fine with. Right. Right. Okay, so explain that. So that's Neil Patrick Harris. That's Doogie Howser. 
He was on... Uh, He's a little more than Doogie Howser, my friend. He was on we the, love NPH in my house. Couldn't love him more. What's not to like about him? Oh, God. He was fabulous. on the unwatchable view. He's a little too talented. I don't like that. Yeah, I, that's yeah, funny. there's that. That's yeah. funny. I and have, handsome. I have that reaction to some people, too. Sometimes when Jimmy Fallon's dancing or singing, I just, like, I'm off-put by, look, come on. Oh, you can sing, too. He's freaking sing, yeah. great. How about you, you let us have some? <laughs> She's like do, Seth MacFarlane. So you Bastard. can do freaking everything. Awesome. <laughs> I mean... It's just annoying. Oh, yeah, and no ads. kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and you're good looking. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how anybody has ever watched The View, but Whoopi Goldberg's still on there. Neil Patrick Harris was on there and talking about how when they did a movie, Who- Whoopi Goldberg had actually said to me, um, she told me on my last day of shooting that in 10 years' time she was going to have sex with me. Um, she was 40 at the time? He had many questions as a kid, so I said, listen, wait 10 years and I'll take you through it. And Whoopi actually says, in those days, you actually could have some fun like that. You can't do that now. People get very upset now. Mm. What, that a 40-year-old was talking to a 15-year-old about having sex with him? Yeah, if a 40-year-old guy <laughs> is having talking to a 15-year-old girl on the set about, I'm going to have sex with you someday and teach you how to do it, we would all be horrified because there's a double standard, right. which, again, I'm fine with. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog is one of my favorite uh, TV uh, shows of all time. It's actually it's a miniseries um, in three acts. NPH as Billy slash Dr. Horrible. It's fantastic. Mm. Everybody in the house loves it. It's a little advanced for you youngsters. It's uh, got a bit of a sexual uh, nature to it, but it's fabulous. Uh, let's see. Do we? Oh, when are we going to do the late night joke off? Coming up, uh, maybe top of the hour. Sure. Okay. Great. Well, obviously, Super. the late night uh, shows took on Kanye at the White House, so we'll see what they had to say on that. On the political publishing spectrum, you got your World Net Daily out on the right side of things, and uh, then you move a little closer to the, the middle. You got uh, maybe Daily Caller and, and, and similar. What's the What's the one uh, uh, that uh, Steve Bannon used to run? Uh, Breitbart. 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 Andrew Breitbart. Gone but not forgotten. Um, and then way over on the left, you got your Mother Jones. Mm-hmm. Do you know Mother Jones? I do. Yeah. They think communism is too conservative. They are way out there. And David Corn, who runs Mother Jones, is on MSNBC all the freaking time as yeah. like a treated like a just a mainstream journalist. Yeah, which is hilarious. Mother Jones has now joined every sane human in saying, and here's the headline, California's bullet train is now officially insane. Wow, Mother Jones said that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yet it continues. <laughs> How many millions of dollars of taxpayer money will be spent just today, just this weekend, on this stupid thing that'll never happen? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, and uh, for some reason, the byline cut off. I like to give people credit for all what the things write. you oh, care Kevin about. Yeah. Kids learning. Homeless, mental health care. Do, 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 do you believe rehabs for the for everyone? Whatever it is, right. you could pay for instead of the bullet train, water storage, Sam helping the salmon. And here's the punchline: at the end of spending all that money, there ain't going to be no train anyway. Right. I read something alarming today on the front page of the L.A. Times. Writes, uh, I think it's Kevin Drum in the uh, Mother Jones. If Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom is elected governor as expected, he'll keep building the state's two contentious public works projects, the bullet train and the twin water tunnels. But he'll scale back both. Newsom will concentrate on completing a high-speed rail line from the San Joaquin Valley to the San Francisco Bay Area. 
The southern half of the ambitious project, from the valley into Los Angeles, will be delayed until the initial line proves to be financially feasible. It ain't. And can attract more money from taxpayers or private investors. Well, taxpayers are getting raped for the money. You don't have any choice. So that might happen, but private investors will never, ever, ever happen. I will get private investors to invest in my, I don't know, the unicorn farm. Before anybody invests in this boondoggle. So back to the, that's the quote from the LA Times. Back to the Mother Jones. Wait, he's going to build a 150-mile high-speed rail from Fresno to San Francisco? That's insane. It's about a two, maybe three-hour drive, and it's not exactly a congested route. Fresno has a population of only 500,000, and it's hardly a hotbed of commuter service to the Bay Area. There are a grand total of four daily flights to San Francisco and none to San Jose. Modesto and Stockton had another 500,000 potential riders, but they're literally only an hour from the Bay Area. This is going to be a ghost train. And that's in Mother Jones. Yeah, which is obviously true. It's obviously true. I tell you what, I know you all think I'm crazy, but power given to government is power that's abused by government. It just always, always is. So you got to give it very, very carefully. I think Jerry Brown believes the bullet train nonsense. I think he's just so, I don't know. And so far along in his syphilis. <laughs> but what's what's Gavin up to? The unions, the money men, Keynesian economics, the government just needs to spend money. Right, that could be it. So the late night comics taking on Kanye. I actually am kind of interested in what they had to say. Um, as it was, as the president said, that was quite something. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hello, this is 